How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Kia ora, good morning and welcome into the show. It is SENZ, Izzy and Ricardo for breakfast on your Wednesday morning. Happy hump day, Izzy. How you doing? How you feeling about the week now? You, 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 you're nearly halfway there. <laughs> Yeah, it's a feeling good, man. Feeling really good. Had a good sleep last night and had, had a pretty productive day. Um, just getting a few things, few things sorted, and you know, slowly getting through the week. Yeah, I woke up this morning. I was thinking, wow, it's only Wednesday already, so it's come around pretty quick. And uh, you know what Wednesday means? Hopefully, uh, a potential fill up on on the TAB or, or two. And wow, getting ready to watch that game tonight, which is the Black Caps taking on Australia. And it's starting the game. Wow, it's already had a bit of momentum, isn't it? Uh, the biggest crowd, as Aroha alluded to, in, in a decade is going to take place in Wellington tonight, and all eyes will be on that to see how this Black Caps team can take on Australia. But just Ed, Ed sent through a message. Morena, is he? I backed a horse at Urawa last night, not Uawa. <laughs> Race 7, Golden Sonic, $5 each way, and it won with my winnings, Cuzzy. And I are going to race by Grins. Are you coming? No, I won't be coming, Ed. So enjoy that. I haven't been to that event. And um, it looks like a hell of a night. But Golden Sonic, Rick Dog, yeah. paid $29.80 and $6.50. So, Ed, how did you pick that for one? And where was the wee tip, mate? I just had a look. $29.80 at one on the tab, mate. In the Urawa. Where is that? For it's down one. in the necky, isn't it? Urawa? Is it down the necky? Nah. It's over. Uh, I'll find it for you. Yesterday, oh. it is. Well, I had to scroll right down the page. When you're going right down the page, you, you're you not even anywhere near Australia. So he has <laughs> gone to Japan. He's gone to Japan. Oh, uh, Japan. He's in Japan, mate. Japan. He's punting in Japan. Well, you might have to take a big, deep look at yourself, mate, if you're going <laughs> all the way down that page, that I, wee dabble. I've just done some quick maths. It's mm. $10 bet, $5 each way, earn him $181.50. <laughs> so well done, Edward. Why can't we do that? I don't know, mate. Why can't we do that? That's a very, Maybe 840 very we'll have to get someone to fill up, eh? Yeah, well, we've got Mitch Davis from uh, Love, uh, Love Racing. He's one of their form analysts coming on. Mm. So uh, fingers crossed, Pookie tonight or today, I should say. Uh, so there's a few few running around. So hopefully you can steer us into a couple. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I've had a wee go today, at Pookie. Have you already? Yeah, I've had a wee go today. What have you stopped? Look, things aren't going. <laughs> well, things aren't going too well uh, on the field for for Bears at the moment, and uh, so I hit him up. I just you know take his mind away from. From the game and the pressures that Test Cricket brings you. And I just said, mate, have you got me a tip? Have you got me a tip for today? 
And, well, he just sent back two words, and he said, Pukakawi, race two, mm-hmm. race two, yeah. number six, first innings. Ooh. First innings. So he's after a solid first innings, so I don't know if there's any correlation yeah. to what he's after. But first innings, written by Opie. And there's only no, you know, Opie's on a bit of a, a bit of a high at the moment. Trained by Andrew Forsman. It's had three starts, a fourth, an eighth, and a second place in its last one. It's come, it start, opened at $4.50, and it's come into as low as $3.20. It's currently sitting at $3.50, so it's taken a bit of money. It's drawn number 10, um, but yeah, I've had a wee, wee little sniff of that one. Nice, nice. Tell you what I had a sniff at. Mate, and it's not mm-hmm. racing related; it's football related. You'd be, okay. you'd be surprised to hear. Uh, but Ma- <laughs> Manchester City played Brentford this morning in the Premier mm-hmm. League as a catch-up game, and um, Erling Haaland has just not mm-hmm. long back from injury. He scored a couple. Then the other day, he had a mere, just couldn't hit anything. He's the sort of player that he'll be frustrated, he'll be fired up, and he's going to come out and he's going to hurt someone. Brentford have conceded a few recently. They're without their best defender in Ethan Pinnock as well. Yep. I've taken uh, Erling Haaland to score three or more goals at nine bucks. Mm. Wow. You think it's a goer? I think it's a goer, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a stab. It's a bit of a roughie, but I just liked it. I was like, got a feeling. Got a feeling he'll have a crack. Got a feeling? Yeah. Well, if you've got a feeling and anyone knows something, that is you, Rick Dog. So Erling Haaland, to dominate... And score some goals. So we'll keep up to date with that. When does that take place? That uh, kicks off at 8.30 this morning. Beautiful. Actually, Ed's just come back and said he managed to get on that horse at 61s. Oh, you're having a laugh, are you? (laughs) 61s. So do the maths. Do the maths on that one. Oh, 61 (laughs) times 5 equals 305. Plus whatever it was playing for the place that he got on. (laughs) Ed, can can you just explain why? Did you like the name? Why'd you go to Japan? Did you get a little bit of gravy and you didn't share it? Well us, done, Ed. Give us a call. You'll shout. Give us a call. Tell us. <laughs> Tell us. 0800 811. Actually, coming up on the show, bit of a theme today, is it? Mm. We've gone Harry's. We've gone Harry's. Yeah. I didn't even realise until Robbie pointed it out yesterday. I just put it in the chat. Oh, okay, so we've got Harry Simeo from Talk Sports to talk us through the Champions League game for this week. Uh, we've got Harry, uh, Chris Harris, Harry Harris, um, after seven to talk us through the cricket. And after eight o'clock, uh, we're going to talk to Harry Godfrey <laughs> from the from the Hurricanes. Maybe it should be the Harrycanes um, after this. And um, so it's a little bit of a theme. We've got all the Harrys on today. We've got all the Harrys, mate. I didn't pick up on that, and Robbie did as well. So uh, maybe they're going to bring some wizardry today and add a little bit of Harry Harry Potter. Harry Harry Potterness in there. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Tony Kidd is also going to join us. Uh, Maybe we'll just call him Harry Kidd for the day just so he themes up all right. Uh, But he is the CEO of the South Island bid for an NRL franchise. So he's going to join us at 7.40 as well. And uh, we, we might get some learnings about exactly where that's going and what they're, t- what they're tying with the North Sydney Bears is. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm really um, looking forward to this conversation with Tony Kidd because I, I reckon it's gathering a little bit of more traction than we think. In the background, there would have been a lot of work Going under the under the table at the moment, just getting this in the air. And after seeing last weekend's sold-out stadium in the South Island, it'll be no surprise that the NRL has taken 
he hasn't taken any notice of, of that uh, current, you know, that game on the weekend when it was all sold out. So, mate, I'm looking forward to that and just seeing where they're at, the kind of how it may potentially look, you know, the conversations that he's had with other clubs, the alignment with Canterbury Rugby League, you know, where does that sit? There's so much talent down here. The Canterbury um, Bulls team, the Rugby League uh, fraternity down here is thriving. There's a nice competition and, and at club level here in Christchurch. So, yeah, really looking forward to that conversation, Rick Dog. Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's going to be good, actually. Uh, we'll get, get a steer on that. Let's crack into this, though, at 12 past six. Round one, five. The three big questions of the day, triple threats. Tommy Turbo is now Tommy Tutu. He's been <laughs> doing ballet uh, to help with that hamstring issue that's kept him out of so many games over the last three seasons. Got me thinking... In your career, both with the the uh, Crusaders and with the All Blacks, what different training methods did you try in your career, or were you steered into um, to, to to help add something to your game? Do you, do you know what this is? Probably my biggest regret mm. is not branching out and exploring different ideas and, and different methods of training. I guess when you when you're going through what Tommy Turbo has gone through for the last wee while you have to think out of the square and I never really had any niggly injuries that were reoccurring um, I, I had calf in 2015 that uh, were, were quite niggly and when I think back to there did I branch out did I explore no I didn't and I wish I did and it sounds like John Clark, the head of performance at Manly, is very creative and has come up with ways to to think out, outside of the square. And you think of the greatest athletes in the world, like LeBron James, for a fact. Everyone knows the LeBron James story. But invests a million dollars into his body every single year mm. and, and gets it done. So for me, it wasn't more performance-based or, or looking after my body. The work that I did mostly throughout my career was, was up, upstairs was the top two inches. Um, I, I knew I had the talent and I knew I had the game to be one of the best players in the world, but it was trying to tell myself to believe it. And so I worked closely with a guy, you know, Gilbert Anoka with mm. the All Blacks. He was very influential in my career. But a guy that has taken over from Gilbert Anoka is a guy called Kerry Evans. And Kerry Evans is a forensic psychologist. He works with, you know... You're hardened criminals. And when I stepped into that room with Kerry Evans, it was probably the most intense couple of hours I've had in my entire life. He digs so deep into that brain, the functionality of it, and just tries to figure a few things out. So for me, I invested a little bit into into my mental side of the game, um, and, and that was probably the biggest you know, um, kind of advancement I try to to do for my career. But I, I wish I did more. And I think we're going to see more too, Ricardo. Like, gone are the days of you just being told to toughen up, harden up, and go out there and play rugby. Players are doing more jiu-jitsu, boxing, MMA. They're getting into the cages because there's a real correlation between rolling on the mats and rolling out in, in the field and clearing rucks. So there's a lot more of that. There's the, the hot and colds, the saunas that have just exploded. Now every man and their dog is, is doing that. And then you've got Pilates and yoga and stretching. Um, so 
I think it's becoming more prominent, but I've never heard anything like Tommy Tutu, Tommy the Turbo, going out and trying ballet, and I think it's great. I think it's great for him. He's found a, a niche that, because he's got problems with his feet yeah, and his ankles. Well, where do you do most of your work in ballet is on your toes and on your feet and strengthening them. So very creative, and, and I think it's going to pay dividends. Round two. Yesterday, the Warriors named their team to play the Dolphins in their trial match at Go Media Stadium on Saturday. Uh, this is the team, if you've missed it. Uh, no chance Nickel Clockstead through all the first three yeah. rounds with a hamstring injury. So Tane uh, Tuaupeki is at fullback. Dallin Waitini, Zalesniak, Marcelo Montoya on the wings. Rocco Berry, Roger Tuivasa, Sheck in the centres. Luke Metcalf, Sean Johnson in the halves. Adam Fanua, Blake, Wade Egan, Mitch Barnett, the front row. Jackson Ford, Kurt Capel, the second row, and Tohu Harris, Lock. Given who's available, is that... Mm. Are we looking at the starting team for round one? Is that the best team? Yeah, yeah I think I'd have to say that's right there, isn't it? When you, when you look at that team, you, you're pretty... Wow, you're pretty pretty amazed with uh, the talent that is oozing out of that team. You know, Chance is a huge loss. He was probably the fullback of the year in the competition last year. It was all the little work he did um, outside of their own half, just, just ate up metres constantly. So Tain Tuaupiki, who we saw last year in pre-season, and when I first saw this this kid, I thought, man, he's, he's going to have a big future if he gets the opportunity. He's only a small bloke, but he's got great feet, and he's very, very tough. So th- this is an opportunity for Tane to to cement his spot. But outside of that, mate, how impressive is it? Like, Kurt Capewell, we're going to get our first look at him. Coming from the Bronx, a very experienced um, um, player. That combination with Tohu, we know how great he is. And how good is it when you've got Marata Niakore on the bench, you know, who I, I feel was one of the standout players for the Warriors last year. Um, coming in on their right edge, you know, linking up with uh, your Sean Johnsons, running those nice balls. So, mate, it's pretty, it's pretty, um, pretty formidable. And Adam Pompey, you know, mm. Adam Pompey last year playing centres has been brushed to the bench because RTS is, is showing signs at centre that he's going to be there for a long time. Yeah, I like it. All right. Round three. We talk about player form a lot. Right, Baz has been mm. in the news saying that he's backing Johnny Bairstow to come right in the India series because he's been awful. Um, Gary Stead has said similar things about Devin Conway. As a player, did you ever ask to be benched if things were going badly and you felt like, you know what, it's just not rolling for me, I need a break? Nah, no way. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if any player's ever, ever asked to be benched. Um, I guess in the back of your mind you know it's, it's, it's coming. And I, like I've, I think back to my career when I was playing Paul, and I knew it was coming. But consistently, coaches, when you have that relationship and you've been there, and, and you know it's 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 form to an extent, but you are talented and you are good enough to be there. So it's actually a little bit more than that. And I, I think a lot of these athletes, and particularly from my experience, put so much more pressure on themselves on themselves. Than they probably really need to, and it's and it's really it's so close. It's a lot closer than you think. Rediscovering that form, um, and and for Johnny Best though, and for for players out there that are struggling, when the pressure comes on, you can probably try a little bit too hard, and you go looking for that um, that extra thing. And I'll never forget this conversation I had with Richie McCall. 
when I was struggling. And I thought I was struggling because for me, the big moments, scoring tries, making big breaks, you know, standing out above everyone else, that was where I took my form from. But he sat me down and he said, Is the greatest players in the world, they do the basics, they do the simple things well every single time. And if you can nail the basics, the fundamentals of your sport every single time, those big magical moments will flow on from that. So I took so much away from that um, that conversation with, with Rico, just, you know, because for me, scoring tries and making big breaks was where I was playing my game. But the reality is, it's nailing those basic fundamentals of your sport. And for, for Johnny, it's getting out there, you know, getting some crease presence, um, playing the ball on the front foot. Devin Conway's the same. Like, he is class. And we know what he can do. He did it at the ODI World Cup last year with Russian Ravindra. So it, it will come. And I think the great coach coaches, they, they know that. And they won't buy into the uh, public pressure or the, or the external pressure from reporters or media. Yeah, all right. Nice answer, man. Nice answer and great insight as well. Uh, and speaking of insight, we've found out how Ed's mind works because he has sent us another text. Is he, his last name was Sonic, and everyone knows that Sonic the Hedgehog is the fastest. And his first name is Gold, like Golden Trip, like Gold Trip. And Urawa sounds like home. Simple Ed logic. Plus, <laughs> plus four is my lucky number. So that's how he picked it. Oh, my, Ed. Give me some of that luck. Can you do that with the lotto, mate? You know, a couple of million? And send me a logic for the numbers that you select on a Wednesday? Today's lotto day, so oh, yeah, get, true. get one. But, mate, Ed, love it. See, mate, that's it. In a nutshell, people overthink it. People go. overthink it. You just got to find your simple formula like Ed, and you get paid 300 bucks, $61 <laughs> shot, chartered out.